Welcome into Hanging Out Fantasy. My name is Nick Humphreys. Hanging out today with Colin Bernier and Thomas Regula. What's up, boys? What to do, baby? What's going on? <sighs> the fucking Browns. We got to start with them. Me and Thomas were up there for the game. Thomas, should I tell him what happened? Did I jinx us? Did I jinx us? We were, we were walking out of the, the game. We, we watched Nick Chubb's last touchdown. We didn't see the extra point attempt. Didn't make that extra point. We're like walking out, like high fiving, like fuck yeah. We're we're walking like across the bridge. Two and zero. Like, Thomas is saying two and zero. I can't believe we're two and zero. I'm like, dude, you should not be saying that right now. He's like, come on, man, come on. I'm like, we have seen too much shit. So we get up the street. What bar are we walking by, Tom? So basically, we're getting up the street. We hear on the radio, I hear someone go, the missed extra point." I'm like, I couldn't put put it together. Like shit, we actually missed that. So we get up, walking down West Six. Stop at they have the whole watch party set up there. And I see, and we hear that they scored a touchdown, a 66 yard touchdown. And I get up there and it's Unreal. 30 to 24. We're like, we gotta watch this onside kick. Onside kick happens. We watch the whole thing go down there, watch it standing up, standing up there. It was it was, I mean, that was just misery. We Tom everybody in the I'm sure touchdown. I'm not the only one who was saying two and oh after Nick Chubb scored that touchdown. Well, on ESPN, they put up a stat. The Browns had a 99.98% chance to win the game. That is after crazy. Nick Chubb scored that touchdown. Yeah. I wasn't even out. really paying attention. Like I remember no. like looking up and being like, they recovered an onside kick. Like, are you kidding? Yeah. Unreal. It was what? I think 2,100 games or something like that when a team has been up to 13 points or more under two minutes. They've never lost in 2,100 games. Yeah. It's like, and go figure. Go figure. Huge. We. <laughs> Do you see someone is banned? Yeah, you know why? You know what he did? Threw a bottle at. He threw a, a full water bottle at uh, Jimmy Haslam. That's the owner of the Browns, who was on the field, like towards the end of the game, and they got it on video. Did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> it does. It's not Whatever. like bad, but he like turns around. And he's like pointing up okay. there. Kind of fun. Apparently, they found the guy trying to walk out, and the article I read said he was really drunk. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm sure arrested. most home opener, a lot of people were, including myself. <laughs> I didn't even like, I, w- I wasn't even processing it at Michael D's, like after we lost. And then I went back and was like, that was like crazy. Such a terrible loss, a historically yes. bad loss for the Browns. Uh, we've lost in hundreds of ways, it seems, since I've been watching the Browns. And you can add this one. To that roster, it's pretty disappointing. And we could have had a 2-0 start to the season. We could have had a full game up in our division. Not to mention two full games up on two opponents in our division. That that's crazy that we let that slip between our fingers. And that's supposed to be one that was supposed to be one of the somewhat easier games that we were penciling in, like, hey, we can win this after all the Deshaun shit. In as a, yeah, it was penciled in as a dub. We should have had it. Um, but, you know, on to Pittsburgh. It was good to yeah. get a divisional win here. And, uh, you know, it's in the past. Gonna Maybe, definitely probably, definitely probably going to come to bite us in the ass down the road. Oh, 100%. But, uh, knowing the Browns, you know, of course it will. <clears throat> you know, what are we going to do at this point? 
win on Thursday. Exactly. Yeah, let's win on Thursday. But maybe this weekend was uh, felt a little bit worse for me because my fantasy team also did historically bad this week. Woof. Yeah, uh, definitely the worst score of the week, and I think the worst score of the year so far. Even after Shuey's bad week last week, this tops it. So, yeah. Uh, Looking at a top or top performer, thirteen points. I just, uh, you know, not good. As the uh, sorry, I had to change the name just to uh, point it out. Lance Refrigeration is now, uh, you know, going through foreclosure. Yes, uh, I Trey Lance being announced for the cha- uh, wrestling liquidation. Yeah, Trey Lance <laughs> like broke it. his foot. He's out for the rest of the season. I also changed my name to Refrigeration Liquidation or Refrigerator Liquidation. Yeah, it fucking sucks. So on to the next quarterback. My team, everybody, every single person on my team underperformed. Two of my starters were out, and Trey Lance got hurt in the first quarter out for the rest of the game. So, yeah, that's how my week went. I had 68 points. Thomas had 136 points. Yeah, I mean, my defense was the highest scoring with 35, so it's definitely a nice uh, nice plus when you have it. You know, when you and I – when we talked last week, uh, I, I thought it was going to come down to the receivers this week, and obviously yours – you know, obviously didn't get too lucky with Gabe Davis being out, but um, you know, everybody else between Jefferson and AJ Brown, both those guys just got shut down last night. Yeah, Michael Pittman on my IR spot. True, I also about not him as well. Good. But uh, yeah, so lucky for not, Thomas that I had not much. Yeah, not much to say very, about this. Very so. bad week. Uh, let's move to how about the best game of the week. Uh, we took a, a poll on this with Shuey on the show last week, and myself and Shuey both voted that Blake and Tyler's uh, match would be the best one. Colin thought that Luke and Mike's match would be the best one. But really, the best match this week was Shuey versus Tom Roth, which is shocking after Shuey's week the week before. Their total... Uh, was 306, 306 points. They were getting 306. What a turnaround for Josh. Total points. Total points, Thomas. Like if you add the. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, I, I, it is. It is uh, Josh versus Tom. Yeah, complete turnaround for Josh this week. Carson Wentz, number two passing yard leader in the league right now. Who'd have thought coming into it? That's actually shocking. I mean, I talked a lot of shit about him. He's got some talented guys on his team that are making uh, making it look easy for him. But yeah, just looking at Tyree Kill balling out, like his receivers went off just across the board. Just Damian Pierce being the lowest guy at ten points. It's not too bad of a not too bad of a week. Not at all. Yeah, I would take that as the low man on the totem pole. Yeah, Tyree Kill finally went off. That that's pretty good. Forty six points. Chewy's total for the week was 185, and Tom's was 121. So Tom didn't have a terrible week, but Chewy just, yeah, went off. If Carson Wentz continues to produce like that, that's going to be just a, I mean, a blessing in disguise that Dak Prescott got hurt and you picked him up. It's just going to be a matter of it, if his running backs are going to be able to keep up that, you know, consistency all season. Especially if Houston's getting down. I mean, that was just a 
ugly game I mean, between them and Denver. But in terms of fantasy, if Washington gets down in these games and they're forced to throw, that's not bad for Carson. Oh, Wentz's big time stats. for uh, agreed, especially with those receivers he has. I was, I have, I think McKissick on my bench, maybe. Yep, JD McKissick. Yeah, and he had like 14 points or something. Everyone was going off. Yeah. Could be a potent offense. And even just looking at, uh, I mean, going off to, uh, who do you play? Tom's team. Yeah, Christian Kirk, big game for him. Christian Kirk, I knew he was going to have a good season. David Montgomery, nobody seems to like him, but he, 20 points. That's good. Yeah, he's the clear cut back number one in uh, Chicago. But Steelers yeah, I mean, defense. Acres... Steelers it's... defense last week was one of the top scorers for the whole week. And they scored two points this week. That's pretty crazy. TJ Watt effect. Uh, Tom Roth, uh, I'm not sure if you know this or not, but you have an empty bench spot, or you did this past this last week. You can pick up another player. To put on your bench. He doesn't need him. Doesn't need him. We have six bench spots. Tom only has five guys on the bench. And no guys in the IR. So that's he's pretty just, he's, he's just waiting for the right guy, Nick. Tom just time. Tom flexing with one less person than everybody else. Okay. And still running with Cam Akers. That's a little sketchy. Before I know it, it might be getting boot for David Montgomery and then looking to see uh who that second flex spot could be. Drake London, though, he's putting up some numbers. Yeah, Drake London. Geez, 24 points on his bench. These rookies kind of had a good week. All right, uh, let's move to another good game. Blake versus Tyler. Blake had 169 points. Tyler had uh, 124 points. Yet again, Josh Allen. Hell of a Stephon game. Diggs just Stephon Diggs. Unbelievable. Great, great duo there. I think that may be just an unstoppable duo in real life and in fantasy, potentially, if it, the rest of his team doesn't shit the bed. But pretty good performance. Just, and he had Robbie Anderson, 3.7 points. Devin Singletary, 4.7 points. And still put up one of the top scores for the week. So it's pretty good. Matt? Did Matt Prater go out? I mean, with a team who, are, who had 29 points and the kicker only gets one, that's pretty impressive. Um, Let's see. I know they went for two. There was definitely a couple two-point conversions, so obviously he must have missed one or two of them. What One point, is that just an extra point kick? Yeah, I it think must he, he must have he missed a few. I know they, yeah, he must have missed a couple kicks. But that, those three receivers right there, that's uh, – could be deadly all year. Michael Thomas starting Shit. to get probably right Portland back in Portland dude. Mm-hmm. And then Judy's, looking at Judy's hurt. Looking at yeah. Blake's bench, when he's going to make the playoff run, J.K. Dobbins will probably be good to go at that point. So that's going to be a valuable guy coming off his bench. And same with Alan Lazard. Yeah. As soon as he gets going in the offense, that's going to be pretty tough to deal with. And Donovan Peoples Jones had zero catches last week. Yep. Oh, wow. I guess I really didn't even notice. Him and Amari really switched roles from week one to week two. Tyler, let's take a look at Tyler's team. Justin Herbert, I think, is his best scorer. Didn't leave a ton of points on the bench. 
not not a bad overall week with the 124, but going against a powerhouse like Blake, you're going to have to do better yeah. than that. And you got Diggs putting up 47. When you got your receivers combining for almost – is that almost 90 points? It definitely uh, definitely helps the cause. Buffalo Blake. Christian McCaffrey finally stepped up. Got 21 points this week. And Devontae Smith from the Eagles last night, finally, uh, instead of having zero like last week, he had 15 points this week. So that's pretty good. CeeDee Lamb stepped up. Travis Kelsey did not have a great week. Neither did A.J. Dillon, which was pretty surprising considering Green Bay had nice. a really good game. I thought, and they they ran the ball a lot as well. But Aaron Jones was just kind of on one and took control of the game. Yep. And then the damn Brownies defense, ten points, but that for giving up thirty one should be negative bad... ten. <laughs> yeah, so there should bad. be like a thing in there if you lose up a certain amount. With that, I mean, that was ridiculous. Yeah, disappointing. Uh, okay, let's take a look. Uh, Dylan versus Matt. Dylan was the high scorer for the week, 186. Matt had 111. Looking at Dylan's team, Jalen Hurts is going to just, I think he's going to do this consistently, 38 points. And then Aaron Jones, like we were just saying, 36 points. Hell of a game for him. The fact that Jalen Waddle and then Jalen Waddle. Both yeah, that's combined, wild. combined for 90 points. Did somebody start Jeez. Tua this week? Or did I think he he's a free agent, dude? Wasn't he? I don't I think he's on someone's bench. He I don't think he's a free agent. At one point, I'm pretty sure he was. Um, yeah. Dylan's team, like like I've been saying, it's pretty good. And he's got a bunch of points on the bench. 20, 27 points from Amari. Zach Ertz had 15, Jahan Dotson 17, and not a bad backup quarterback, Trevor Lawrence down there. Nick, my, Dylan's bench would have beat you. Oh, yeah. Dylan's bench, 69 points. That, that would have beat my starters. Yep. Thanks, Colin. <laughs> oh, actually, no, his bench had 110 points. Yeah, I was going to say. They would have whooped 110. my starters. Yeah, they would have whooped my starters. His bench almost beat Matt's starters. So Dylan almost wow. lapped Matt. That's crazy. That crazy. I mean, and Matt doesn't have a bad team like Patrick Mahomes. He only put up the 20 this week. That's that's his that's his guy he's got to count on. Tyler Lockett, 21 points on the bench. I don't know if I would have started him necessarily this week, but someone to look at for next week. And Allen Robinson finally came alive this week. Once you can put Alvin Kamara back in there, that'll be good for Matt. But, uh, yeah, let's move yeah. Any yeah, other so comments? Mike has uh, – yeah, circling back to Tua. Mike has the hottest two QBs in the fantasy market. He's got Lamar and Tua. So, Mike, your phone might be, uh, might be ringing here shortly from either myself or Nick. Dude, I, I swear, I don't think he drafted him. It's very possible he picked him up. Uh, yeah, speaking of Mike, we're going to jump over there. Before we get to Mike's team, we're going to look at Luke's team. Luke had 88 points. Mike had 144 points. Lucas's team just kind of underperformed this week, although Mark Andrews 
27. That's good. That's what you want from him. Yeah, Burrow having an off day too. Their line is horrible. And Derrick Henry just he's gonna get hurt. He gets sacked like every play. He's been sacked like 12 times already this year. Yeah, yeah, there's good. uh Kansas City receivers, you just it's gonna be hit or miss between them all season. Valdez Scanlon could be you know two three points this week, but could easily go off for 20, 25 plus next week. Yeah, I have Juju on my squad and it feels very similar. Plus, it helped too that he had Keenan Allen out as well. I feel like he needs to just drop Van Jefferson at this point. He's still hurt. I don't know if it's worth stashing. I don't know. Yeah. Plus, uh, the Colts. Who knows what's happening with the Colts? They're just Jackson with 24 zip. Oof. Yeah. Van Jefferson's on the Rams. No, no, I was just talking about his oh. defense. Just showing it should have you know, 15 points. Yeah. Yeah, so a lot of points rough. you could, could leave out there. Flipping over to Mike, yeah, like you were saying, he's got two on his bench, nearly 50 points. But good thing you benched him because Lamar had 55 points. That's crazy. I mean, insane. yeah. Needless to say, Mike's two quarterbacks um, obviously outscored my whole team. I mean, his his defense and just either of the quarterbacks outscored your whole team. <laughs> his Jonathan Taylor, I don't think – I can't remember Jonathan Taylor having such a bad game. The He's Colts just, were, were down, really they got struggling. Down, yeah, got down quick early and just couldn't really get the run game going. And no Michael Pittman, so they couldn't really stretch the field much either. James Conner, I think, is hurt, right? Something with his foot or ankle. Yeah, going so on. he's questionable going into next week. But Higgins had a good week for him. Darnell Mooney, not so good, but doesn't really matter. Daryl Henderson, another good week. And then, of course, the Bills defense. Uh, so between Lamar and the Bills defense, and I'm sure Jonathan Taylor will come back to normal strength. Those, you can just win games. Dude, those dude. three guys are going to win Play your games. quarterback. Yeah. No wonder he was fucking projected number one. And he's got Chris Godwin on his bench. I mean, damn. All right. Imagine if this was a two-quarterback league. Oof. <laughs> it's not. Uh, I think we've touched on all of them except for Ungi versus Colin. I thought Colin's team was going to be good this week, but Ungi showed up. 154 points. Colin had 125 I just – Denver hasn't got it figured out yet. No. yeah, I mean, it, you know the risks. <laughs> I yeah. did have a lot of points on my bench, though. I did not think Russell Wilson would be – A dud. This much of a dud. Like, I really. Like, fine. Derek, Derek, Derek Carr's Carr. not a bad – Yeah, and then plus – Oh, yeah, no, that. I'm just – I mean, not saying anything about your team long term. I just can't believe that Russell – I thought Russell Wilson was going to come in and just Light like, it up. fall out. Yeah. Me too. That's really what I thought. And, and then Ju- Judy got hurt. Yeah, I think it's what rib cartilage. Yeah, fracture I think he'll, he'll be fine, but he only played like a little bit. You got some good receivers down there to to back him and up. I think Bateman is going to be huge because Lamar's just going to go off. Yeah, he had twenty four yeah. points on your bench. Miles Sanders, I thought, showed up this week. Actually, had a good week and looked good on the field. And then Cooper Cup, of course. Did Cooper Cup things with 33 points. 
yeah, not a terrible week, but is Nick he, Chubb elite? Yeah, I think he is. And with Jacoby, the way our game plan is right now, his the number first. of touches he's going to get is it lets him be elite. Like I don't know if it's going to be the same offense when Deshaun comes back, but for right now, Nick Chubb is worth where Ungi took him in the second round. And all this shit, Ungi's two and zero. I'm not sure we're going to go over the the wins and losses and the ranks a little bit later. But Ungi is two and zero at the moment. A lot of shit has been talked to Ungi, and I don't think the computer liked Ungi very much, like at the beginning of the season. And somehow, he's actually looking pretty good right now. And something on his bench that I really like is Garrett Wilson. Yeah, <laughs> against the Browns, he had like a coming out party, and he is looks pretty good. Look good. I mean, unless our defense is just that bad. One of the two, but I mean, I could be just watching him always play at Ohio State. He's an absolute stud. So I think that's that's not just, you know, our defense. He's going to continue to do that this year. Um, but yeah, it also helps when you have the middle of the field wide open all game. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, the Browns definitely helped him look good, but you could tell he's quick. He's and he's a good route runner and he can obviously catch a bunch of balls. So. Joe Joe Flacco's got a receiver-friendly football, apparently. So hopefully that continues. <laughs> I guess they're talking about not putting Zach Wilson back in if it go, uh, go with the hot hand Flacco. Yeah. So we'll see. Right now, uh, the Jets have the most pass attempts out of any team in the league through two games. Really, Joe yes. Flacco third fifty-nine times week one. Yeah. <laughs> imagine that. Imagine how sore he had to be. He's an old man. Yeah. If I threw a football 60 times, my shoulder would want to fall off. He's an old man and he's not Tom Brady. So, yeah, you're probably right, Thomas. He's got to be sore as so. hell. Also, Ungi has the Sean, uh, not the Sean, DeAndre Hopkins on his bench. And I know he is not going to be relevant for a few more weeks. But that, if he comes back and actually starts playing well with Arizona, like, all right, Ungi. All right, Ungi, I won't laugh at you and question you uh, next year's draft. Did we hit all the games? Long season ahead. Yep, I believe we we covered them all. Shuey versus Tom was the best game of the week. Dylan had the best individual score of the week, and I had the worst individual score of the week. Great. Uh, Okay, so let's check out. I'm calling them our pod picks from now on. Uh, we're going to make it, that's the segment. So we're going to check out, uh, the results from our pod picks with Shuey on last week's show. Shuey did pretty well. He got four correct. He picked himself, which I, I was the one that convinced him to do that. And then, yeah, you must do it. and then nobody else picked Shuey. So Josh with an upset, with the upset of the week, um, he picked Dylan, Thomas and Ungi. I only got two right. I picked Mike and Dylan. Colin got three right. He picked Mike, Thomas, and Blake. Thomas, you only got two right. Mike and Blake. So, Shuey, congratulations. You won last week's pod picks. Woo! Yay! 
and biggest turnaround there. And yeah, by far the what do you, what do you call after, that? After all lead? those injuries, yeah, after all those Comeback. injuries we had after last week, he uh, definitely turned it around real quick. Comeback player of the week, and I also I should point out, Shuey had 185 points, which is only one point behind Dylan, who was the high scorer for the week. So that's pretty damn good after having like your starting quarterback knocked out. So I'm hope Shuey, I'm hoping I can sort of fall into that mold and come back next week and just dominate after this just terrible week for me. Uh, okay. Let's check out the waivers. Somehow uh, I'm fourth in waivers, even though I had just a terrible week, but I guess that's because I had a win from last week. Number one position this week or currently I should say is Lucas number two, Tyler, number three, Matt, number four, myself, number five, Thomas, number six, Shuey, number seven, Tom Roth, number eight, Mike, number nine, Colin, number 10, Blake, number 11, Ungi, and number 12, Dylan. Wow, Dylan's. So this is, so Nick, this is now based off rankings. From right now, it's rankings from last to first. If that makes sense. So Luke is last at 0 and 2, and Dylan's first in the league and right. you know, run down the list. So then yes. from there, this it's is re- where it should. Yeah, this is where this it is, should. This is reverse rankings. This is what we explained. Okay, yeah, like never mind. Two weeks yep, in a good. row now. We're good. So for those of you who are having a hard time comprehending, the waiver order is reverse rankings. So I will go through and say the rankings for everybody. Um, And it might sound familiar because it is the reverse of the waiver order. Yeah. It's sort of inverse. So that would mean because Dylan has 12th place in waivers that Dylan is actually currently ranked number one in our league. So that's pretty impressive. So let's move, let's move over to the standings since that's a good segue, Thomas. Thank you for setting that up for me. Uh, current standings. Dylan is number one. He is 2-0. and Hell of a start for Dylan. Ungi is number two. Uh, also 2-0. and uh, Blake is number three. He is 1-1. One and one. Colin is number four. He's 1-1. One and one. Mike is number five. He's 1-1. One and one. Tom is number six. He's 1-1. One and one. Shuey's number seven. He's one and one. I'm number eight. I'm one and one. I'm sorry. Thomas is number eight. Your change of names got me confused there. Thomas is number eight at one and one. I am number nine at one and one. Matt is number 10 at one and one. And then the two current uh, O and two guys, Tyler's at 11 and Lucas is at 12. So, um, that is the current standings and their corresponding records. So I'm going to go through the, the standings by total points. So Blake is actually has the most points right now with 349 total points through week one and two. Colin is uh, second with 329. Dylan's third with 310. Ungi is fourth 
with 300. Mike comes in next with 282. Tom comes in after that, 269. Nice. Shuey after that, 257. Tyler, I'm sorry, Shuey, 257.84. Tyler, 257.62. Thomas, 246.48. Myself, 242. Matt, 223. Lucas, 195. So Tyler actually, although he's 0-2, he's actually really not doing that bad. It's just yeah, just looking at he has, so far. He has yeah, most points against him, which is always always tough to tough to see. Yes. Him right right after that is Colin. Colin has 329.96 points for himself, and then 330. 33.64 points against. So only four points difference. That's pretty crazy. That's got to be the Blake's looking point. good. I got maybe I got lucky first game. Oh yeah, Blake is uh Blake's got a strong team. Let's check out the projected rankings since we ran through the standings and the points. So let's see what and I was looking at these earlier in my projected standings are I, I went from like fourth or fifth to twelfth. Like it's just really bad at the moment for me. <laughs> yeah. On the phone it only shows like the trending down is just you and it's a seven. Yeah. Down. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Uh Somehow Mike's dropped from projected first to projected fifth. That's that's very surprising with Mike's team and his record. Coming off a win, right? Yeah, he's coming off a win. He's one and one. Um, so currently projected number one is Blake. Right behind him, projected number two is Colin. Tom Roth is projected number three. Dylan is projected number four. So that's our top four. That's pretty good. I would not have guessed Tom would be in there right now. But, yeah, you can tell those four teams are are really good. good. Uh, like I said, Mike is fifth. Thomas is, is projected sixth. Ungi has jumped from 12th to seven. Uh, Tyler's staying at number eight, projected to be at number eight. Matt has made a leap from projected number 11 to projected number nine. All right, Matt. Uh, Lucas, projected number 10. So he's in last place right now, not projected to be in last place. That's pretty good. Pretty good, Lucas. He's holding firm there. Yeah. Shuey, I don't understand this. Shuey had record-breaking week and is projected number 11 and i don't understand it injuries injuries i have no idea how but i had a record-breaking week as well and i'm projected to be number 12 i mean come on (laughs) but in fairness um it is tuesday night waivers have not gone through yet so hopefully i get a quarterback and as soon as i plug that quarterback in hopefully hopefully that changes the outlook for next week and moving forward for me but yes, those are the rankings. I didn't think I'd ever see myself projected 12. That is 
that is tough. I'm down with, with the low boys at this point. Lucas, what's up? Hey, bounce uh, back week. Bounce back week. It's a big week. <laughs> it's a big week for me. Okay. Yeah. And look at Josh. And look at Josh. Josh, yeah. I, I'm hoping to follow in your footsteps and have a great week next week. All right. Next, we're going to hit uh, the top performers for the week. At the top, Lamar Jackson, unsurprising, 55 points. Right behind him, Tua, 48 points, almost 49 points. Both of those guys, like we said earlier on Mike's team, pretty good, Mike, pretty good. Uh, after that, Stefan Diggs, 47 points. Tyreek Hill, 46 points. Jalen Waddle, 42 points. So three out of the top five are Miami guys. That's insane. That is who would, insane. Who would have guessed that? I did see Mike did draft Tua, by the way. Nice. Yep. That's, uh, uh, it's, it's some good trade bait for one of those if he's willing to yeah, give Mike. up anyone. Right. Trade bait like he, sure. Yeah, he definitely could get someone sweet. Um, right after Jalen Watto is Amon Ross St. Brown with 41 points. That's pretty crazy from Detroit. Then Jalen Hurts with 38 points. Josh Allen, 36 points. Aaron Jones, 36 points. Buccaneers defense, 35 points. So another big performance from these defenses. Joe Flacco, 34 points. Fucking Browns. Unreal. And then, hate to see it. And then speaking of the Browns, Nick Chubb, 34 points. Cooper Cup, 33 points. Carson Wentz, 32 points. Uh, Garrett Wilson, 32 points. Jared Goff, 30 points. So that rounds out the 30-plus guys for this week. Kind of a lot, I would, I would say. Pretty good week for some players. Yeah, high scoring. A lot of those – like matchups I was looking at, it's like most of the teams in that loss weren't too bad. Like my team is just kind of like average, you know? Yes. I think just a lot of people had people going crazy. Yeah. Some of those scores, you just see the, you, you name five of those guys and they're on, you know, three of those teams that, uh, that scored, uh, we have a high scoring high this week. Yeah. Yeah. The thing that sucks like for Mike is that, those both of those guys are quarterbacks. If you could turn Tua into one of these other top performers that he can plug into his roster at the same time, that would be incredible for him. Yeah, because next week it looks like Lamar is going to New England and then Tua gets Buffalo at home. Two two good matchups to watch there. Let's check out real quick the top points point getters on the season so far between the two weeks so lamar is at the top he has 80 points stefan diggs 77 josh allen 72 cooper cup 67 carson went 66 tua 64 jalen hurt 64 tyree kill 63 patrick mahomes 62 amon ross saint too I'm on Ross St. Brown, 62. Sorry about that. 
Jalen Waddle, 60. And then I'll name him just because Justin Herbert has 55 points. Um, he's the next one behind Jalen Waddle. So those are the, you know, after two weeks, those are the top performers in fantasy. If you got those guys on your team, you're looking good for you. Good. Yeah. Good for you. I don't know. Some of them might be not consistent. Like, I mean, some of those people in there had just massive games. Yes. Some of those yeah. are. Is the, is the Lions offense going to be putting up 30 plus points a game? That's, you know, something to look out with, especially with St. Ra and DeAndre Swift. Not saying they can. I mean, they're both, they got a good, good offense, but. I would say all those quarterbacks up there are more than likely going to continue doing what they're doing. I don't know. Carson Wentz might drop down a little bit, but. Tua, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, those guys are going to stay at the top, if I had to guess. But, uh, yeah, so that sort of wraps up last week's uh, matchups and everything. And we can sort of flip the switch and look forward to next week. Um, We'll get into that in the next podcast coming up a little bit later in the week. I know it's late uh, Tuesday when we're finishing this recording, but get your waivers claimed. Uh, I did look up, I think the waivers, they go through, I think, between 3 a.m. and 5 a.m. Tonight? On Wednesday. On one, yeah, Wednesday morning. Because last week, like at 12 a.m., they didn't process. I think it takes like a few hours for them to process. Just in case you guys were wondering. Uh Moving from a sat from sad Browns at the beginning to hopefully happy and excited Browns uh, this Thursday. I think all three of us are going to the game, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Let's go. And hopefully, do we have more guys from the league going up there? I think Blake. Good. All right. Okay. Get a little tailgate in before the game. It's going to be rowdy against Pittsburgh, and hopefully we fucking chase them out of the stadium. I'm happy. We need a bounce back. Yeah, we do. And what's his name being out? Um, Clowny? Uh, TJ Watt. Watt. Oh, TJ Watt. Yeah, that's good for us. Definitely helps cause. It sucks that Clowny's out and Miles sat out practice as well this week or today. Maybe Denzel Ward can uh, take a few of his millions of dollars and pay for some sort of tutor that can help him learn the fucking coverages or learn the hand signals that everybody else is signaling around out there, getting the same coverage and no more blowing coverages. Denzel, it's unacceptable. That's like, they, they look, it was crazy. How bad they look. And he had the nerve good. to, I, I don't know if it was a tweet or a comment that he made post game. He had the nerve to say that he only got thrown out one time. That's just, dude. Yeah, he said that because he was never around where he's supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they only threw at me one time because I was. Maybe, sucking. yeah, I don't understand. I don't know if it's our defensive. I don't know if it's Joe Woods or if it's like 
the DB coach or whatever, but we got to get some shit straightened out. That can't happen. Our defense is supposed to be the best part of our team right now. So, yeah. Make your waiver claims. Any other uh, final comments from you guys, Thomas? Nothing this week. We'll see you. Uh, see you guys here. Uh, see you here Thursday. Let's go Browns. Let's go Browns. Colin. I don't think so. I think that was a good week. Yeah, good for some people. Not good for the rest <laughs> of us. Yeah, I guess. I mean, a lot of it was pretty. Con- there was, I guess, you and mm-hmm. Luke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Everything yeah, else was million. consistent. A couple studs. What's up, Lucas? Hey. Sub one hundred. Uh, score. What's up? I'm only guy on the pod to go one to know this week. So suck it, boys. I, yeah, I think we are all tied one and one. I'm saying just weekly. I'm one. I went one and know this week. Well, good for you, Tom. And yeah. I will see you. I don't know what week it is, but you're my we'll rival. So yeah, we'll run, we'll run it, back. it back, and my team will be at full strength. I'll tell you that. So hopefully. Yeah. What, right. Is Herbert? Is Herbert out? I just saw it. Herbert's hurt, but he's questionable. Let's see what it says down here. Oh, this. Oh, Herbert's the one who fractured his rib cartilage. Did you guys see that game? Yeah. He was yeah, getting was... pummeled. And like at one point, he had to run like two yards for a first down and just like tried to toss the ball forward so he didn't get hit like an incomplete pass he looked like he was gonna like collapse on the field he was in a lot of pain uh he threw a great late score to cover uh to cover plus four but then he yeah no that he stayed out there and he was throwing darts but i mean like he you could tell he was in some pain he was hurting yeah that chief's defense is getting after him i don't know if i had to guess he'll probably play Hopefully it doesn't turn into one uh, to like a Baker situation where it's like he should have just sat one or two weeks and gotten healthy and wouldn't have fucked our whole season. I'm sure the Chargers organization is a little bit smarter than the Browns. Well, you'd like to think so. <laughs> you'd Most like to think other so. probably 31 other organizations as well. Uh, speaking of the Browns, I'm sorry. We almost got through this whole thing. But why are people blaming Nick Chubb? That's fucking Who absurd. Is? People are bitching that Nick Chubb like oh, scored, he scored and he didn't take a knee. It's like that's bullshit. Right. It's not his fault. Yeah, you can't blame him for that. No. I think he said that though. Yeah, he's taking the blame. Just well, to, I mean, that's a that's you know, being a being accountable for the situation, trying to take accountability. And I get that. But people who are piling on, no, fuck that. Nick Nick Chubb does not deserve that. The dude did it. It was more of Nick Chubb scored. Everyone's like, okay, we should win this game. The defense just there was there were several things in that game that we could have taken the win. Instead, we didn't take it in hand, and we let the Jets take it from us. If he would have need or like whatever, yeah, I'd have been like, what the. Right. I mean, yeah. It's like, oh, dude, we can we can hold them here. We should be fine. Just score the touchdown. Let our defense handle. I mean, there's two minutes. There are multiple ways of victory. I don't know what the percentage would have been if he would have taken if we he would have got that first down taken me. We could have like knelt. You know, they didn't have any timeouts. We could have just like kneeled. They would have been under. Yeah, they would have been under a minute. Zero timeouts. Still had to go. They were still down two scores. But the point is. 
we shouldn't have to even think about it. No. Just and score. when he scored, we're up by two scores and even missing the extra point. 99.98% chance that we win that game and we couldn't pull it off. Like, that is some real brown shit. We managed to find that 0.02%. It's unreal. But uh, anyways, moving forward, fuck the Steelers. It's going to be a fun game Thursday night. We'll see you guys up there. For Colin and Thomas, I'm Nick. Peace. Peace. Adios.